Hello? Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm pretty good. How you doing? Good, good. Chris, could you, are you, are you here? Am I here? Yeah, should be. Is, is Trish here? Oh, I didn't hear you say Trish. I was like, huh? I'm here. So, uh, how's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty productive. I'm going to be, um, hopefully, uh, well, hopefully it's not moving soon. My week is going to be moving out. So, um, take out some extra work. So we can uh, pay. Uh, it bills without, you know, going home with in my week. Hi, sorry about that. <laughs> Hi. Hey, what's up? Is that a Twish? A Twish? A Twish? A Twish? Twish, could you just type something in the chat? It's called $3. It's not working? $3? Yeah, we'll buy it. Yeah, okay. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, I can now. So, oh, okay. um, so Lee, how did you uh, say your week's been? Busy, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I've, um, I've been busy, too. Are you getting used to weekend off? Uh, actually, no, I'm working over the weekend. Uh, at least one day over the weekend. Right. I am still working on the musical I'm in, uh, community theater. Uh, and next Tuesday, I think, is tech week. Uh, but I get the weekend off and then tech week and then the play starts. So I'm going to be very busy for the next month, for the rest of the month, I should say. I'm excited. Yeah, very exciting. Um, I have the weekend off, yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, what's gonna be going over at Friends House? But uh she's sick, so we're gonna have to manage. Uh-huh. Other than that, probably just be sending, uh, staying home this weekend, either cleaning up or leaving away, like always. You run an organized homely. Well, uh, thanks for So they they kind of survive sometimes. There's something about your um. Um, that something kind of says chaos to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's my chaotic voice. With your cousin oh, yelling hair. in the background and <laughs> oh that. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I run a very chaotic home. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, we can hear. We can hear. Yeah. Hear all running here and there, and yeah, so it's fun. 
But I'm decluttering. I don't know if you guys are good at decluttering. Oh, like Mary Kondo? Yes, I'm Mary Kondoing. And um, it's, it's, it's going. <laughs> I have stuff in the hallway to still get rid of. Um, but it's fully making um, some areas clean in my home. I don't know what that whole the cluttering thing is all about, but it's definitely been in my life for a long time. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, uh, who is your inspiration? Like, are you reading the book or watching the TV show? Um. Yeah, probably the book. Yeah. Read a lot of books. Inspirational books. But I, it was really inspir inspiring to me is when a woman passively aggressively um, said. Yeah, I'm really familiar with people who are, um, who clutter, who, um, what is it called? Hoard. And she was looking around oh, my yeah. home. <laughs> it was a, it was a fellow parent. You could like, totally be a reality show star. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that is extremely passive aggressive. That is. It was just so embarrassing because, like, I, I didn't even really want her to come in my home, but she um, insisted that um, she couldn't take her kid uh, home. We were in the lobby, and she couldn't take her home, little kid home to use the bathroom, and she came had to come up in my home, and I was like, God, no. <laughs> I don't want a stay-at-home wife coming in my home because obviously she has a lot more time than I do to clean. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> okay, who's she to judge? Exactly. If, uh, and right. we've had uh, other conversations too about. Um, she she also passively aggressively because I was like, oh, um, how is that job going? I said to her one day in the elevator, and she's like, society makes women women feel like they need to go to work. That's what she said. <laughs> Well, yeah, society makes everyone feel like they need to go. And not only that, uh, why can't women like find not, a purpose in showing up to work? Like, there's <laughs> not a group of people society isn't constantly pressuring to work. Even the elderly, we're raising, you know, the the uh, retirement age, so we're trying to get people 60, 70 years old back into the workforce. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're trying to get every. Um, uh, group age culture into the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was um, needless to say, we did not have many conversations. <laughs> uh, she was, uh, she was like, "I hope I'm not being patronizing." I'm like, "If you have to say it, then you probably are." <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's how the life goes. We should do a, we should do a scene about patronizing. Okay, okay, Trish, you're playing the woman. I'm playing you as her Uber driver. Okay. Um, it looks like you were late. Um, I I scheduled a ride for nine oh five, and it's nine ten. Well, on my watch, it's nine oh six. Well, um. Just to let you know that I have a tight schedule. When I get home, I have um, a uh, 
what is it called? Um, fr- friend date. Um, for my my two child children. Cool. Um, Could you get in the car? Cause it's nine eleven now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, windows, please. Look at my. Uh no, sorry. Um, I only have an iPhone. Um, <clears throat> iPhone. Are you using an iPhone while you're driving? No, I mean Uber has a GPS built in, but I'm not touching the phone. Okay, um, because I I seen that the the phone is not like hinged on its console. Um, any reason? Yeah, it's in it's in the cup holder, but it's charging. So. Mhm. Um, just make sure that like it's not muted or anything, because. I I get worried about these um, things driving. Uh, but when it's, you know, my turn to turn, you'll hear the GPS voice. It's a very clear voice, right, telling you what direction to go. Okay. Um, I'm excited. This adventure, if you will. We're not adventuring. You you said you've gone this route before, right? Um, yes, and I, I am excited to pick uh, Lucy and um, her gal pal and bring them home to our home, our perfect home. It's just so perfect. I'll have you over sometime if if this ride goes well. I don't have a kid. I think it would be weird if. Uh... If I like came in to watch your kid and we didn't like really know each other. Oh, Lucy doesn't have um, problems with strangers. I've I've taught her about stranger danger and how to recognize um, perpetrators. Okay. Turn um, on Forty Sixth Street. Um, I, I hope you're gonna turn. <laughs> Turns approaching. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't turn now because then I'd be driving off the bridge like a crazy person. But when it's time to turn, I'll turn. Turn in 500 feet. Okay. Now I'm going to start rotating the wheel slowly at your command. my favorite bridge. I'm so glad um, that we can enjoy it together. I, I feel like we're not enjoying the bridge in the same way. Or are you not enjoying yourself in my company? You know what? Uh, there is something I'm feeling about your company. I wouldn't say it's enjoyment. What, 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 what are the um, choice words that you would use? Uh, oh, look, there's another turn coming up. I got to, you know, focus on, on the road and, you know. Turn in 1,000 feet. I just got to keep, you know, my eyes glued to the road right now. You never know what's going to happen. Sorry, I just have um, a call coming in. Um, I'm going to take this. Put me on speaker. Um, we here. We are you there. Is that construction equipment? Dang, I know my husband is working. Oh, I hope he's okay. Damn it. Oh, well. 
hang it up for now. Um, are you gonna turn? <laughs> well, yeah, I already turned. Oh, okay. Um, so like I was saying, Lucy and her friend will be coming over, and I'm I'm really excited because it gets me a little time um away. Um, they can enjoy each other's company. Right. So how do you uh know each other? Um, Lucy? Oh, Lucy's my daughter. Yes, I'm a stay-at-home wife. I should have mentioned that. I don't know why I need to mention that to my Uber driver, but now so where that are you coming from? Nowhere, hmm? Where are you coming from if you're a stay-at-home wife? Yes. Well, I am just on my way to go and get her. Um, I was at the nail salon, so... Um, I'm going to pick her up and then we're going to bring these, uh, her and her friend home and have a little gal pal, you know, date at home with the two of them. My you know, husband, I can see, tip. Yeah, I can see your nails in the, uh, in the rear view mirror. They're very long. I fan them out and they're like a foot long. <laughs> Yes, um, my husband likes them. He, he's Edward. Maybe you know him, Edward Scissorhands. I thought it was pronounced Scissorhands. Scissor, Scissor is all the same. Um, but you would love him. He would chop your bushes. Yeah, uh, we at uh, we at the house yet? Just, um, I think it's just two blocks ahead. Okay. Because uh, uh, I am a bit unfamiliar with these streets. I didn't grow up on this street. I grew up on, uh, you know, in general, the streets. Oh, oh, you're, you're, you're literally, like, you lived on the street. Was that your husband? Uh, oh, uh, hello. Hello, my sweet. Hi, hi, hi sweetums. This hi, is the Uber one. driver. Hi, hi, Uber driver. That's your name. That's a <laughs> nice name. Show him your scissor hand, dear. He's been looking forward to them. Yeah, these are my scissor hands. I call them sister and sister. <laughs> Do you think you'd like to come in for tea? Um, you know what? I can never say no to some tea. I'll just walk out. And... Yeah. Okay, that'll be great. It's a comment. Uh, I made a special chamomile. It's just my special key. <laughs> special key. Brian himself in the living room. Um, I we just got brand new stainless steel refrigerators and we reupholstered our living room and new carpets. It's just absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, you're um Do you like it? Right. Yeah, I love 
you know, the the very avant-garde, brutalist architecture feeling that everything, you know, embodies. This is what we were going for, too. We were so happy when we got this finished. By the way, uh, the front yard, those um, those hedge sculptures, they are very unique. Um, Honey, can I have a word with you, honey? Sure. Um, we, go word. we go and step aside. Um, yeah, I guess he used to live on the street. Do you know anything about what that's like living on the street? Did he live on the street as in like a house on his lot, or did he like live on the street? I I literally. Old. I'm getting the feeling. I don't know. I mean, I had a sniff of his clothes. And I, I get the feeling that he literally means, like, like on the street. Isn't that bizarre? You mean he was a hubba? Is, is that what they're calling them these days? Oh, uh, they call it uh, a hobbit, right? A hobbit to live on the street. Oh, yes. That's why they're getting so big now. They're called hobbits. Hobbits. Oh, my we God. We should invite him to live here. He can live in our living room. We need to get his autograph. This is this is just not one of your run-in-the-mill hobbits. This guy's gonna be big one day. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, dear. You're like going like I don't know. Is it your scissors or something? Or do you need to clean them? Because I'm getting a little static from them. Uh, I guess. I hope not. Can okay. you hear now? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, dear. Now, what was that again? I said, Bob, I did cut all the buttons when I was trying to write my name. So there's going to be a new object. Oh, oh, once again, dear. <laughs> we have these multiple devices running in our homes and your scissor uh, hands that get all mixy matchy up. Okay. Uh I'll come back. I'll please you come back. Um, sorry, um, is it it's Brian, right? Brian, can I get your autograph? Oh, I don't sign anything. But your hobbies uh, you must be famous. Look, okay, I've been burned too many times. Like someone like comes up to me for my autograph and they say, You've been served and it's you know, it's a court summons. A court summons. I've never had one of those. We try not to have any criminal offenses on a record in this family. Uh, if if you ever need any help, though, you're, you're welcome to use our lawyer. I don't believe in the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the law the law is actually very helpful. It's it's it it, it kind of like in our family. We situate it right next to the Bible. We have the law, and then we have the Bible. Which law? You know, the commandments. You know, basic following the things that we need to do every day to make ourselves um, good lawly citizens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's just, um, I don't know. I, I don't really get it. But please... This is my first time meeting a hobbit. Can you can you go into depth about some of the things that you've experienced? Well, okay. So, I have met wizards 
right? But I've never met Gandalf, right? People are like, oh, you're a hobbit. You must know Gandalf. Like, we've never, you know, bumped into each other, right? We never talked. And I don't people, you know, think that. But. Okay. Um, is living on the street hard? You know, I, I do live in a hole, right? It's sort of under the ground, but it's like a really nice, hole with grass on it and like the the window oh my gosh i have heard of this before i've heard that there's like urchins and street people they live in vegas they just gamble all their money away and then they go and live in the sewage system is that is that i'm sorry to say this but is this something you've experienced before is it yeah, yeah. Is every anybody ever like taking your clothing your mama, off before your mama, or, or anything? Your mama, your mama. I'm sorry, uh, that must be one of your Your lawyer is very persistent, by the way. <laughs> yes. This is why we hired him. He's a very good person. He's very good. He he um he fights for me. Right now we're in a we're in a suit. Yeah. I am the mama. mama. I am the mama. mama. See, he has to kind of motivate me so I could be the best mama. Your mama, your mama, your mama, your mama. And we're in a suit, um, at the school. Yeah. And uh, he's currently yeah. very drunk right now. So you have to give him a second. Lawyer. Yo mama, yo mama, yo mama. He's such a great guy. We, yo we, mama, we're paying him mama, real well. Yo mama. Honey, I hope you're paying him. Is is that why he's talking loud? Uh, yes. I gave him extra money this time around. Oh my gosh. Such a hard worker. Anyway, Brian. Yo mama, yo mama. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, do you listen to any of the that they are talking about on the radio? Football. Do I listen to sports? Do you listen to the sports? No, I'm not really a sports person. Uh, I do listen. I do talk about the um, the hockey ball uh, in the championship that the team won. Did, did you hear about the team who won the hockey ball? What was the team that won the hockey ball? Uh, they just called the team. Your mm-hmm. dada! Your dada! Your dada! <laughs> That's the team. Your dada! Your dada! I hear they're on the main street. Um, Brian. Anyway, uh, I'm going to hear the for you. You see me in the kitchen struggling to prepare the cake. I have two foot long blades on each hand. So it, it takes me a while. Really? How long? It takes me a full 20 minutes just to make the tea. And I come in. I have tea splashed all over 
he does that a lot. It's it's just his hands. Just doesn't make him, you know, tea fortified. But I love Edward. Such a great husband. It's because of him that I can sit home and really relax and enjoy my time and tranquility. No worries. Sometimes when he's not here, I just slumber off in between a telenovela and Jerry Springer. It's just, it's just such a life, really. I'm so glad. Really? Uh, yeah. Honey, can you come help me? I cut my curtain back again. Oh, oh yes, dear. I'm coming. I get up and walk daintily like to where he is in the kitchen. Um, yeah. What is it, dear? Um, I cut my curtain back again. Maybe these uh, scissor hands are not the best idea. Do you want a new hand, dear? I want regular scissor hands. I want like scissor hands, but without the scissors. I do a bewitched scene and wiggle my nose, and all of a sudden he has regular hands. Holy shit. <laughs> I did not know you could do that. I have been suffering for 15 years with these scissor hands. I, I, I wish I had money to do that. Well, I basically embody any um, stay-at-home TV wife. Well, I'm so glad to help you, dear. I just did not know this for 15 years. I've been married. And I, um, okay. Well. I would use it to better purposes, like serve you in your workplace, but... Alas, I need to be at home with our child. I start walking out to where Brian's seated. So uh, you and your husband have been very talkative. Oh, um, well, my uh, husband actually just undergone a quick procedure uh, in the kitchen. I go sit down by you. I say to myself, 15 years. I say it's so defeated like... Do you smell something, dear? I smell something. It's kind of a rugged, um, I don't know, garbagely like smell, and it's coming in that direction. I point towards. <laughs> I don't smell anything. I wiggle my nose and transform his jacket into something brand new. That's better. Fifteen years, honey. Fifteen years. What magical uh, properties do you possess? Well, I don't know if you know Samantha from Bewitched, um, but I actually can change any lovely home into something even lovelier. <laughs> like what? Well, say, for instance, if you came from, I dare say, you did say you came from the street, I could change that home for you. Well, I love my home. I, I would never change a thing about it. But, dear, you are single, no? Are you? That's none of your business. Well, Alan. Um, if, you, if you eventually find a wife, make sure you find out if she has superpowers before you marry her for 15 years. 
all I'm saying is it would be a lot more suitable if you had um, some somebody quite daintily and quite pretty on your shoulder. Somebody to attend to all of your necessities at home. I can even vacuum and dust, and I can put on a four-course meal in the frame of two hours. Okay, wait, hang on. Are you asking me to, like, have an affair with you in front of your husband? Well, that's between me and you, dear. No, it's not. He can hear both of us. (laughs) I'm right here. You do know that I... I'm right here. I'm sitting right here next to you. Edward, dear, don't you think you have some trimming to do? It's going to get behind now. Listen, lady, I I lied, okay? I never clocked out. I'm I'm still getting uh, jobs from Uber right now. So I'm going to hop in my car, and I'm going to drive out of here, and I'm I'm never going to see you again. Oh, Uh do you know um, if, if we're going to charge her for this extra time? I am going to charge you for this extra time, if that is what you said. Okay, you're going to be getting a huge bill from Uber. You can afford that, dear, can you? Uh, yes, I can. But, and um, the extra hour when I push them into the bedroom? <laughs> I think I'm still in the bathroom. Oh, nothing, dear. I just want to show him some house etiquette, how to transform. Oh, <laughs> she locked me in. She locked me in. <laughs> All you hear is those whipping noises. Oh, no. She's still in the bathroom. Oh, it's time to go back and make some more tea. <laughs> I take advantage of pride. And then when and then I um I uh, settle him up nicely and and show him the front door. Well, it was so nice to have you with us, Brian. I'm quitting over. Lyft would never let this happen. <laughs> hey, uh, honey. So um, I was thinking maybe uh, we should just go ahead and get that divorce we're talking about. Maybe we should what? Get that divorce we're talking about. Oh, a divorce. Oh, my God. How will I ever survive? I'll be like Brian on the street. Oh, my God. I heard that working women actually drive cars like he does. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How could I do I that? I love you. <laughs> And uh, I, I wiggle my nose, and for some reason, the opposite of whatever I want starts happening. I'm sitting in uh, Uber, and this time Brian isn't my client. <laughs> well, this is uh, <clears throat> a change of events. I thought Brian. I ran away from you. <gasps> you know, 
I've had to work real hard. And I don't know if I was being patronizing towards you when you were at my home the other day, but if you, if there was any way you could reverse this curse, because whenever I wiggle my nose, everything opposite is happening to me. I hate you. I want you to fail. I'm leaving. I don't want you to reverse this curse. That curse sounds awesome. That when it's within itself makes my life even worse. And I'm forced to work like two Uber jobs, a Uber and a Lyft job, and a Grubhub and um, a DoorDash job. <laughs> well, this pretty much sucks. Oh, hey, uh, I'd like a burger and fries. Oh, my gosh. This is my nightmare. This is my new boyfriend. What? This is your new boyfriend? Yeah, Yeah. we we met and we really like each other now. I love, I like the hobbits. He's a great boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. Did he let you in his home? Are you his housewife? Uh, no, I had the surgery to make all my fingers nice. Now I'm a professional knife man. Oh my gosh, I start waking I butter all those down at the uh, hotel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> how could this happen? <laughs> yeah. So can I make my fries in March? I guess. I take some salt and start throwing them on the french fries and scoop them up and just throw it at them. <laughs> ouch, 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 okay, okay. You are very uh, temperamental now. Well, it seems like you like your things fast. Is fast? Yeah, I think we should get married again. It seems very nice. And seed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. So, uh, does anyone have a script to share? Yeah, I do. Um, this is very risky. But um, I'm going to present a script that I have not read in, like, five years. So I have no idea if it's going to be absolute crap. Um, So there are two parts. Um, Brian, you can play the caller. And Trish, you can play the rep. Um, Let me share it real quick. So basically, this is like... um, a caller calling in to a um, insurance company about getting a car insurance, and you know how they, you know how they do those extra fees. Okay, uh, yeah, put it in the chat. Here you guys. Um, for warning, it is a little long, so um, I forgot how long I made it. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So, Trish, whenever you're ready. Um, and 
Who is the rep again? Oh, you're the rep and Brian's the caller. I'll do stage. There's only like one stage direction, but I'll do it. Okay. Thank you for calling Ripo Insurance. How can I help you? Yeah, uh, hi, I'd like to sign up for a, pol a policy. Okie dokie. That'll be a $50 down payment plus any extra fees. Are you insuring a person or a vehicle? A uh, vehicle. Okay, that'll be an extra fee. Uh. What make is the vehicle you're insuring? Ford. Awesome. I have a Ford myself, and they are so reliable, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. I just bought a Focus, and it looks like it's in great shape. Oh, you have a Focus? Yes. That's going to be an extra fee. Well, how come you're charging me for what model my car is? I wish I could tell you, but I don't make the rules. <laughs> I don't get it. Next, you're going to tell me that you're charging me based on what color my car is. Oh, sir, that's just a myth. We don't charge you based on color. Okay. Now, what dealership did you buy it from? Kramer Ford. That's a fine place. A color? Black. That's going to be an extra fee. What? Didn't you just say that you don't charge me for what color I have? Yes, but black technically isn't a color. Black is the absence of color, which means that it's not technically under the rule. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry, sir. I wish I could exclude these fees, but I'm just doing my job. Yeah, I understand. Now, what year is it? 2002. Not bad. Mine's an 07. Cool. And now for the hard stuff. Can I have your VIN number? H73Y90D980. Fantastic. And you said your car is a 2002? Yes. Okay. That's going to be an extra fee. Are you kidding me? Is there a problem? Yeah. Number one, how is the fact that my car is from 2002 incur a fee? Number two, how are these fees, how much are these fees jacking up the prices? If it makes you feel any better, would you like me to pull up a list of fees that you'll be charged? Yeah, unless it'll cost an extra fee. Oh, it will. What? Oh. So you don't want me to pull up the list? No, I don't want you to pull up the list. Okay, so I will not add on the list fee. Oh, my goodness. What's the price now? Well, after adding in the fee for canceling the fee list, you're looking at 300 and... What? You charged me to cancel the looking up the list? 
Yes, sir. Why? Look, I'm going to level with you. You're almost done. And I'll try to bump up a few of these fees off for you. Okay. Super. Okay. What's your address? 5211 Anola Circle. That's at the Red Springs Apartments, isn't it? Yes. That's a nice place. I wouldn't have moved there, but the stairs are so high compared to other places. Are you lucky enough to live downstairs? Or are you upstairs? I'm upstairs. That's going to be an extra fee. You know what? I'm done. I'm canceling. Don't worry, sir. That was your last fee. We're all done. All done? Yes, sir. All right. How much do I owe you? Let's see. <clears throat> your $50 down payment plus the fee included will run you $3,000. $576.92. How does a $50 down payment jump up to three grand? I can't do that. Don't worry. The money was automatically taken from your bank account. No, I'm not paying that. Cancel. Reverse the transaction. I want my money back. You want me to reverse on the payment? Yes, I want to cancel the whole thing. That's going to be an extra fee. How is that going to be an extra fee? I'm not paying you for any service. How could you possibly charge me an extra fee? Oh, you don't pay with money. And what do I pay with? Your soul. The rep presses a button on her keyboard, transporting the caller to a dark, hellish underworld. It glows dimly in the hue of the red flames. There's nothing but fire and stone to be seen. Caller is at the desk in this underworld, implying that he is now doomed to work for Ripple Insurance for all eternity. He is also wearing a Ripple Insurance uniform. He looks up, not as much frightened, but confused. Whoa, guess my soul's now doomed to work with Ripple Insurance for the rest of eternity. Kinda overkill, but I guess it's not too bad. Well, could they at least give me some water? Desk slides into view. That's gonna be an extra fee. Oh come on! <laughs> and scene. Trish, I love what you oh. did with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. It kind of reminded me. I don't know if you ever seen this movie. It's like. It was like an older, like eighties or nineties film. It was like called like Toys or something. And this woman, she was like a mannequin toy or something like that, and she was just so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you enjoy the implication that the voice is part of the damnation? Yes, I do. <laughs> you you thinking how everyone just talks like that? Yes. I need to. It's really funny. <laughs> it is funny. 
I like how you did the maneuver at the end when you were like, um, like just like like me in a way. Mhm. Mm yeah, I like that too. <laughs> right. I mean, that's it's sort of the writing backed me into a corner, so I felt like I had to do it. Yes. Very very good. So that was one of my early sketches. Before I, I started, before I started trimming them down. No, I thought this was a good length. All right. Uh, how many pages? Seven pages? Seven. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Have you guys seen that movie that I'm talking about? I no. put the description in the chat bar. It no, has Robin. Robin it, right. You know what movie I just saw because it's free on YouTube. Hmm. Death to Smoochie. Oh. Have uh, Have you ever seen Death to Smoochie? I don't know. Is, what are you saying? Death of what? Smoochie? Death to Smoochie. So it's a film Edward Norton did right after uh, Fight Club, and he kind of gives a similar performance as Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Robin Williams plays a children's entertainer that's like a rival. And there is a scene in the movie where Robin Williams uh, attempts to kill himself because Barney the Dinosaur has caused him so much grief. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's very one of those, it's one of those like very oddly prescient movies. It makes me want to look up a lot of his films now. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of these. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, which movie I've seen recently is this um, new Buzz Lightyear movie where he goes um, to space and there's a lot of time travel in it. And I had no right. idea it existed. <laughs> you mean the one where Chris Evans plays Buzz Lightyear? Yes. You've seen I it. Yeah, I liked I, it. Ideas. I saw it in theaters, and I was so mad that there wasn't a short in front of it. You saw it in theaters. <laughs> I did. I did. I, oh I saw goodness. it in theaters. Were there, like, a lot of people under 12 years old, Brian? Uh, no, it was, I guess, people that were kids when Toy Story 2 came out and got all the references. Mm -hmm. I, I will admit, I didn't, I, I didn't go to the theaters and watch um, Sonic 2 movies by myself. For you what Sonic movie? 2 alone? Oh, Sonic 2, yeah. <laughs> alone? On top of that? There are other people who do the same thing. Because, like, I, if I go to the movie theater, I don't so much like getting people together, thinking of schedules and everything. I'm just like, I just want to go see the movie. It's it just interesting for me. Yeah. Movies are getting really long now. I was going to see that John Wick, and I seen it was three hours. I oh. think movies were a lot, a lot longer back in the day, back in, like, yeah. the 30s. Because there are some, like, seven-hour, I feel some, like, seven-hour long movies, and there are other movies that were just, like, so much longer before we had the standard two-hour movie format. 
four yeah, hours. Yeah, I really like somebody to sit with them for three hours, seven hours. <laughs> yeah, I think only a few were like that long. They're like, okay. Like, I mean, having ADHD, sitting for seven hours is like a Okay, would you, do you have, ever go to see plays? I don't. I see plays all the time. Right, so, because I think a play, you know, it's, uh, it sort of triggers your social anxiety where you're like, oh my God, I want to, you know, sit and stare at my phone, but I know the actors might see me and judge me. <laughs> I do a I like because I write reviews for the play sometimes I'm literally taking notes about them <laughs> but it looks like you're just goofing off on your phone yeah kind of oh that's mean <laughs> I'm really making a critical analysis and smiling while I'm doing so <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that asshole in the in the back row was giggling at her phone the whole time. <laughs> I can't believe she wrote a bad review about me. <laughs> <laughs> right, we cut to backstage at a play. Uh, actors are talking shit about Trish. Three actors are talking shit about Trish. There should like, be a, um, a website where performers can review customers. That's a great idea. You know, I was thinking that maybe I should just like pay that girl to take like improv lessons or something because she, she there wasn't a moment where she wasn't energized. She needs to like slow it down and like have some reaction maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like I okay. I'm playing a thief in this play, and I was so tempted to, like, break the fourth wall and steal her phone and keep it on me. <laughs> and, like, get really meta with it. Next time, just go and do it. Maybe she'd like it. I give her one star. I give her a rotten tomato. I, p I literally pick up a... Uh, tomato and throw it at a framed picture of her. <laughs> you printed out a picture of a random audience member? Well, okay, I need target practice. Like, what could possibly be on your phone that's like as interesting as this play? Right, this play is revolutionary. It's so experimental. Well, not with this, with some of the actors in it. I mean, seriously. And now that I, we got this review. I know, right? Right? It just, it just makes you want to freeze up. Yeah, leave you speechless. Anyway, I want to give one star to this one kid. Who was in the audience who was crying? I like such a baby. Like, I have a picture of the kid and one star. Yeah. Looks like an looks like an infant. Yes. Well, 
What are those children that children that cry a lot in more diapers? What are they called again? Baby. That's a baby. <laughs> right, right. Baby. I okay, frankly, I blame the parents. This is a very, you know, mature play to bring a child to. I give the parents two stars as the parents Right, I I agree. I concur. So are you building this website or does it already exist? It already exists. Really? Yeah, it's right here. I have it pulled up. And we have the official app too. Uh, I mean, my websites make you download apps. Like I would much rather just use the browser for everything. Uh, yeah. Wait, what are you building an app for? No, the app already exists. What is it for, though? We review audience members that are that are mean to us. Yeah. It's called Welp. We cut to uh, Trish giving a monologue. Ah, uh, well, I don't know how my close friend Barry heard this, but... I guess the actors were really obsessed and upset about me giving them a bad review and just like talking on my phone and recording notes about them. And now I made like an app about audience members. You know what? I'm going to make an app. And it's going to be about all of the Rotten Tomato actors out there. And I'm going to get all of my cronies to get on their blogs and write um, profiles about all of these rotten actors and hopefully we'll take them down. Cut back to the backstage. You know, um, I, I think that we shouldn't be shocked. Right, we should expect less of, of our audience because they treat us like this. He um Lee see, sees a social media post about a profile about him. Whoa, 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 what is it? Dude this person sucks and I hate him. I want him to walk in front of a moving train. I think his hair is stupid, and I want to kick him. You know what? You should just ignore that, right? There, you know what a critic is? A critic is someone who failed to be a writer or an actor or, like, someone that mattered. Brian gets a double ping on his phone about a profile on him. Brian was stiff and tired. I am exhausted. My back hurts from reading this. Uh, people, you know, you know, critics. I think all critics just go and like go into space and go out, go in outer space, onto these space dickheads. I start walking into the backstage. Oh. Hi, actors. Sorry, they let um, the press, which is me, 
I'm back here. I heard. Uh, I hope we heard about the new um, competitive app that I have. We're posting all of your bad profiles and things. Oh, my God! You were the one that was on your phone the whole time. What were? You, what was so interesting about Twitter that you had to be on your phone the whole time? Guilty as charged. And I want to say, Brian, that stiff. That uh, defines you quite perfectly, doesn't it? <laughs> How do you know my name? How dare you? And Lee, boring. Excuse, excuse me with a capital Q. Did you call me boring? He has a capital Q on his forehead. <laughs> um, well. It's not just me. It's basically all the press who have been coming to your shows. They're just now they're just you know saying how it really is, and now my app is gonna bring you down. Yeah, we're going to melt you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to melt you off the map. So 
started working on her app here. What do you think? Maybe, maybe we could just live here. And until the people stop throwing tomatoes at us. Right, yeah, we can live under the theater like Phantom. Oh my God, I I opened uh, my shirt to reveal that a tomato has like created an entrance and an exit wound. It like ripped a hole in the middle of my chest, so I'm I'm dying. <sighs> oh, oh, no. oh my God, I'm dying. I'm this is just like this is just like the season for Romeo and Juliet, only with tomatoes. I will never stop loving you, Rose. My name is Lee, but I get sentiment. I don't care about you. I care about the roses being thrown at my feet. That's what I'll really miss. Okay. Well, anyway, rest your eyes. I, I take two tomatoes and I put it over your eyes. <laughs> I, want, I, I take over the door. I, I embrace the audience and I have two handfuls of tomatoes. And I start to tell some people. And everything's moving in slow motion. We hear of what a wonderful world over all the chaos. People are getting pelted by tomatoes. And then we smash cut to me being loaded into a cop bar. Being driven by two cops. Hey, what's the big idea? I'm a, I'm a New York cop. Yeah. Uh, You're under arrest for throwing tomatoes. I lost it. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to get back at well, now you're going for jail for a very long time. How long? You're you're going to jail uh, for an unprecedented 25 year run. You're you're going to jail until Lay Miz goes off Broadway. That'll never happen. Can I just, can I just, like, Nope. I close the door, and we drive off into the sunset. And the end. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this has been great. Anything, uh, anything you guys want to plug? Uh, I have nothing. Not this week. Trish, anything you want to declare? I was just gonna mention, like, I, I'm thinking of like do, hosting a jam session, like on a Saturday morning. 
because a lot of the improvisers that I've been working with, um, they live overseas. Would either of you two be available at all like on a like Saturday, like maybe late morning to noonish or something? Chris, I totally would, but I got a job driving an ice cream truck. Yes. So. Good job. We should have a little celebration for that, Brian. <laughs> I love it. As for me, I think what happens, uh, it depends on the day, because I sometimes hang out with one of my friends on Saturday morning. Yes. Well, I'm excited if I um, if I get to start it. I've already been doing some with them, so hopefully I'll jump on board with that. Ding, ding. Can we do a song? <laughs> Brian? You know what? Yeah, we'll play off with a song. There we go. Uh, what's up? I, don't know. I know. I'm thinking of the um, what is the song? So. When the, it comes in the neighborhood, the um, ice cream man song. Oh, ba da 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 Anyone have any opinions about the movie? I have not seen it. But I will have to it. I mean, I'm waiting for streaming, honestly. It doesn't seem like a movie you got to see in theaters. Uh-huh. Well, it, it didn't launch. And so far, there's like 68 million worldwide for its opening week. That's huge, really? I'm not sure. Um, well, uh, some like so far reviews have been pretty lukewarm, or, like kind of bad. <laughs> but it's um, 58 million, which is I think less than the Dungeons and Dragons movie got. Oh yeah, the D and D movie. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for the D and D movie to beat Mario. <clears throat> I still want to watch the Mario movie. I'm interested because that looks really good, like like visually. And from a nerd perspective, seeing so much of Mario culture put into the movie, like I lost it when I saw them doing the Mario Kart uh, reference on Rainbow Road. I lost it when I saw that. Um, but as a as a Sonic fan, as a Sonic fan, I'm like, I hope it's going to be great, but not better than Sonic. <laughs> I love the Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. So I I think I I saw the Dungeons and Dragons with my sister's D and D group. What'd you think? Uh, it was so good. Uh, I thought the movie was like hilarious and really well put together. And mm-hmm. the creatures were designed by Jim Henson, uh, Jim Henson Incorporated or something. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the effects were practical, which I thought was awesome. And one of my sister's friends bought, you know, the commemorative popcorn container for Dungeons & Dragons. You know what it is? No, what is it? It is a two-foot-tall D20. That That is cool. Yeah, yeah. I I highly recommend going to AMC and getting it while you can. If if it's 
still available. Like, it's a hundred bucks on eBay now, and it was twenty bucks in the theater. Oh, yeah. I I wonder if people scout the podcast. Like, people are gonna, you know, download this for free and sell it on iTunes for ninety nine cents. Yeah, they will. All right, bye. Bye. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night.